0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff,
1: management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WYLK.
2: morning good morning how are you doing i'm doing fine today how are you
1: well uh, i'm just jim dandy thank you very much oh well i before
2: you came here i was asking mr um johnny lucas Caton. i was gonna say lucas mr lucas Mm cat um how he was and he said i am fair to partly cloudy i said that's (laughs) my line he said okay then ducky i I said, that's your line too there so you anyway, go. that's how we are we're doing well yes so so we, so we had lots of things going on last weekend didn't we yes we did yeah i was uh, in cape may and on the way really really may. really enjoyed the time it was wonderful spent the time with my sister and my niece and um, other than learning about um, the vagaries of um, a parking app which I finally got straightened out yesterday. Um, It was really a good time. It was a wonderful weather time. It was just really great. Never got to the beach. It was too windy on the beach, but the Temperature was just wonderful. Never even got to the pool. The pool in the hotel. I just well,
1: yeah, but you weren't there that long, Lynn, to Even I know, say that. I, I know, mean, but you, we did. That things. was a long
2: trip to go on in a very short period of time that you had. It was. When did you get there? I got there about six thirty on Friday night, and I left. Yeah. At uh, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Yeah, so, like, how could you get to any of those in, well, like, 24 we hours? Well, it was right across the street from us. I mean, literally, we were on the beach. I get it, but so still, like, you know, it was you just, need another week down there. Oh, do I ever. Uh-huh. I love Can it. Can you I make arrangements for I'll me? I'll
1: make it. You and I will go. <laughs> Heck with everybody else. <laughs> ah. I could use a good week to two to three to four at a beach. Right yeah, now. that would be nice. Mm-hmm. I would love it. Love yeah. it. So Sit and read a couple books. You had... Um, You had a lot going on, Yes, and Cadenoran's 80th birthday party. Mm -hmm. It was at my sister's. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had it in Barbara's uh, pavilion, sort of, uh, I don't want to say her carport-slash- it was turned in her yard is next door her that she owns the property right behind it right next to it on rebecca and then the shop faces uh form street and so the yard is connected to her the back of her where her business is the florist shop so it was beautiful she did a beautiful job um, and it was, we, uh, it was like a little place that you didn't even know where you were in all honesty. Mm-hmm. And of course we have very, Barbara has in that neck of the woods has very quiet neighbors. She, mm-hmm. cause she abuts the cemetery. So well, that's, <laughs> I guess it's very quiet, quiet there. <laughs> and, um, that's yeah. so yeah, we had, but it was beautiful. It was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And my mother was very happy. Mm-hmm and it all worked out so all six of her grandsons were there wonderful her three granddaughters were not but her three six
2: grandsons were there okay and Um, the night before that
1: Yes, the night. Your before. sons, my sons, who were in for the Both very short weekend, mm-hmm. but they were here nonetheless. And my stepson, and your stepson, and, and, and daughter-in-law, and, yeah. and Patrick A. and yes. my mother, and my- Meyer, and I—we all went to Russell's. Had a nice little round table in the corner outside, nice mm-hmm. m- music in the background, and it was lovely. So we had a oh. a good busy weekend. Um, so yeah that lots was, of family all uh, lots of yeah it mm-hmm. was all it was all good so mm-hmm. um yeah so but speaking of another Anne, i have to tell you that we um uh oh we have to comment on the food to remind me to tell you that but Anne burnetti who listens to us all the time yes we have to give a big shout out. So say hi, Mrs. Bernetti. Hi, Mrs. Bernetti. She and Donna Barbetti listen to us all the time, every week. Okay. Um, and Mrs. Bur- Bar- Mrs. Bernetti
2: all the time. So wait, Mrs. Bernetti is that the lady who owned the Bernetti no, store? No, no, no,
1: no. This is the Pizza um, Bernetti's okay. Pizza on Sanderson Avenue. Yes. All right. Sure. And uh, I don't. They're probably related to the old Bernetti's store that we miss. Um, mm-hmm. And if you were a West Sider, you everybody went to Bernetti's. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we say hi to Ann Brunetti because she's listened to us. Good. They have good stuff there, too. They do, indeed. Good stuff. Yeah. But um, I want to say that Mansour's did the catering at my mother's party. And Mm -hmm. Carolyn, uh, and it was funny because the three Baldies worked there. It was Michael and Carolyn Baldy Catalano and um, Mary-Kate uh, who the sister mary kate um i don't i never get her last names but i'm going to say baldy so um the three of them worked worked it and they worked they were wonderful it was just so neat because they're all diane's and mike's mm-hmm. kids and they're mm-hmm. the three of them they're doing what they had to do and it, it was the food was delicious mark mike bartended it was great it was I, I all the way around it was uh, kathy repert did the cake mm-hmm. and it was beautiful she did a uh my mother's a nursing cap on the top of the cake for my mother for, you know, RN status. So, <laughs> and Ken it, RN. It, it It couldn't have been. It couldn't yeah. have been nicer. It was beautiful. That's good. So, mm-hmm. But you have to shout out to those Mansour, The man. The catering at Mansoor's. It was great. And people didn't realize they do that. So that was kind of nice too. Yeah. That you. When you're there and you're taking on something and so many people don't know it. So hey, that think about it the next time. So it works. Nice plug. Uh huh. It's the
2: truth. <laughs> Got to do that, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, we have two guest experts with us this I week. I know we are blessed with beauty. Pardon me. Bla- blessed with beauty. I with thought all you like... said blast with beauty. <laughs> no, blessed. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. Well. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> you're <laughs> it, thrown. It, uh, no, I have just one thing I wanted to talk about because I think it's pretty interesting. Given what we know about the current state of um, people coming in and out of this country, There, uh, there there's a, a lot of people, as a matter of fact, uh, 400,000 people who are Americans that have chosen to live abroad for retirement mm-hmm. on purpose because it is so much less expensive. So if you have fixed dollars and you want a lifestyle going to these other places gives you much more freedom and much more ability to do some of the things you wanted to do. So it's a wonderful thing. And a lot of people do it. I know of a woman who did that. She's in Mexico. She's living in a town where it is filled with people who are all Americans. And so they they have no problem with anything as far as the language is concerned. And the health care is so much less the costs. And they get good quality care.
1: I never knew that until you brought this up once before, how many people are leaving to go uh, to outside and how much cheaper it is. Mm -hmm. What about like the water issues and stuff? And it's hard to get used
2: to that in Mexico. So any issues with that? Well, yeah, that's part of the point is that there are some things you you need to take into account if you're considering that. And uh, these, most of these places I'm talking about have really, um up the game so they are they are catering to the american tastes which means the water has to be filtered it means the amenities the restaurants and everything else have to be there because that's what americans want and expect mm-hmm. but the other side of it is what are the things that you need to look at like what what issues does does no one ever talk about that you need to know about and w- one of them that i thought was so interesting was the cost of entry now, yeah, I would just think you just get a passport and you go. But most countries require that people seeking residency, not necessarily citizenship. Now, there's a big difference between right, the two. right. But residency, you have to have a reliable income stream. Many want to see verifiable income of at least $2,000 a month, but this can change from country to country. Panama, for example, wants retirees to have $1,000 a month, while the U.K. requires 25,000 pounds per year, or at the current rates, it's about $32,000 of American money a year in income. So you have to show that. Second thing is health care, and of course we talk about that all the time. Um it, they want to you want to retain your US citizenship for one key reason and that's social security. Mm-hmm. So if you renounce your citizenship you'll no longer receive benefits. Even if you retain your citizenship when you move abroad, you lose Medicare coverage. So you have to research your choices thoroughly because if you have health issues, um, many experts have access to fine health care in other countries. And you've seen that where people have gone to all different places in South America for um, all kinds of surgery, especially plastic surgery and things like that. Much, much, much less expensive. Um, So uh, some countries allow retirees. No sense, but I'd be scared. But go ahead scared some countries allow you you scared yes thank (laughs) you some retirees allow some countries allow retirees to buy into their national health plans and others require private insurance medicare part a coverage will resume if a retiree returns to the united states but those who want to live abroad part-time however should keep up with the medicare part b premiums otherwise You have to wait for that open enrollment period, which is in the last quarter of the year. So you'd lose it. So real estate, that's another one. Rules about owning property vary greatly from country to country. You'll need to work with a professional who specializes in real estate law in your adopted country. In Mexico, a popular place for Americans to retire, foreigners can buy property in the interior but not within 62 miles of any border or 31 miles of any coastline. To buy in a restricted area, property must be purchased by a bank on behalf of the resident and be held in trust. These are things people don't know. Yeah, I guess not. Personal finances and taxes, these areas are as important as they are complicated. Some U.S. banks will not allow you to keep your account if you do not maintain a U.S. address. If you use a foreign bank, you'll need to file a yearly report of foreign bank and financial accounts with the U.S. Treasury if the value of your foreign accounts exceeds $10,000 on any given day, any given day, or risk potentially steep penalties. U.S. citizens must continue filing federal income and state income taxes when residing abroad, even if they've, even if you've moved all your assets to the foreign country. You may owe yearly taxes in both the United States and your country of residence. Many countries, however, have signed treaties with the U.S. to avoid double taxation and estate planning trusts, wills, and powers of attorney set up in the United States may not be valid in a foreign country. Your existing living will and health care proxy may not be binding. The same is true for your financial power of attorney. The person you appoint in the United States may not have the legal right to represent you in another country, even if it's a close family member. So retiring abroad involves a great deal of research and planning. Mm-hmm. So I just want people to realize that because it is very important. It's seductive to say, oh, we am to go and live in another country yeah. and it's cheaper. <laughs> and, yeah, But you have to look at what are you giving up?
1: So would staying you consider here,
2: that? Absolutely not. I am no. staying here in the good
1: old U.S. of A. Okay. And that's where I'm staying, right, right. here. That's how it is. Oh. That's how <laughs> I feel like Thank i Thank you this and flattering. good night. Okay. <laughs> But also, you know what else you forgot about? We well, forgot to talk about Tomato Tuesday. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we should talk about <gasps> that. I forgot, yes, because it was a private thing, but, you know. It doesn't matter. We All still right. had fun. Had so every year we have, Nicole, we go to Nada and Michael Gilmartin's house for the last four years. And we it started by me seeing something in Martha Stewart's book. And I said, could you make that? And it was this ciabatta bread with, with, with tomatoes and, like, a little pizza. And so we go and we call it Tomato Tuesday. Tuesday. So, one Tuesday a year in August, a bunch of us go up to Michael and Nada Gilmartin's house in Waverly. So, it was the Martins, Michael, Nata, Katie, Lynn, Patrick A. DiNapoli, Randy Williams, Evie rafalco McNulty, Deb Peterson, yours truly, and Meyer. And we had a wonderful, wonderful time. Brenda mm-hmm. Bistoki was mysteriously missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she couldn't come. But it was a, so we had a lot of fun. And right? Great food. Great food. Michael does a great job. The house is beautiful. What a great backdrop setting so thank you to the Gil martins once again for hosting all right we're going to take a quick break you're listening this morning to laurie and lynn show we'll be right back it's saturday morning with laurie and lynn now
2: back to laurie and lynn good morning good morning My name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And I'm Laurie Catton, the
1: voice of Amazon.com on that one. And I am the owner of Laurie Cadden
2: Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And our guest expert this morning is Dr. Nicole DeNova, who is the um, chief surgeon and the owner and veterinarian and everything else Mm -hmm. you could think of with um, the, uh, shall I call it the emergency... (laughs) veterinary RPC. referral and emergency clinic center, center. center. why do i get this wrong all the time i don't know why um in clark summit and um i'm not sure what we're going to talk about today but at anything we can talk about animals and uh, pet and parenting everyone loves it and yeah it's wonderful So welcome, Nicole. Good morning. How are you both? Great. How are you
1: doing? We always have to say full disclosure, Lynn got her two little kitty cats, Calvin and Hobbs, the two Mm -hmm. wildest. They are adorable. Um, (laughs) From, because, Nicole, we say all the time, sometimes people leave... You end up with pets, correct? Sometimes You don't want to, it to be uh, 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 that, but We're not a rescue. You're not yeah, a rescue. Right. right.
3: But I, I think in both of the kitties' cases for Lynn, they were both... Um, Good Samaritans had brought them in. Did they yes. come in together? No, they were separate. Uh, separate yeah. Uh,
2: there was a third one there that I was trying to sell her uh, on, too, but... She didn't have the case. Case. I would have taken that one, but I could only have two. Yeah, I... In each, you know, unit. I'm seeing since that. we're on the
3: topic, there is a currently a kitty at the hospital that does need a home. So let's let's go for that sale. Oh, and he's he is. You get within a foot, and he flops on his back and throws up his belly, and he's just so lovable. What kind of <laughs> kitty? He's exactly. gray. Super sexy. I love gray. <laughs> oh, he's just. Mm. Is he fluffy? No. Oh. I know you keep going for the fluffy You don't want fluffy, I'm oh, telling you. Trust me. You don't want mush insane. face, you don't want fluffy. I mean you can have mush face fluffy, but this guy is he's I actually Why thought about taking him, him a picture home but I to him. Oh, do, I can did do that. you
1: hear what I said? Yeah, send, send him a picture of me? I'll, yes. <laughs> Of course you did. It's like it's like that line, "Come on into my garden. I want my roses to meet you. Come on, on. okay. I'll show him a picture here. Your future mommy. (laughs) Do you like her? Yeah. Here's your
2: mommy. One meow, yes. Two meow, no. If he lifts his leg, we're we're in trouble. We're big trouble. Yes. No cats don't. I know. No, I don't think he does. But.
3: He's pretty awesome. Oh. I actually seriously <laughs> thought about taking him home myself. But, but I have four. I don't I know. Need you anymore. can't do it. Yeah. yeah. No, no yes. more mouths, beaks. Mm-hmm. Yes. I get it. At home, and so. and
1: the little the, the most the littlest, cutest little thing. Yeah, she's yeah, she's every doing great. picture I see on Facebook, Nicole, I think that kid what? is like Far older than what? I know like, she, she has so like, much hair. That's why. Well, that's probably. And by what the it way, is. everybody, we're
3: talking about my human
1: child. Yeah, right her human only. child. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> love that kid. I <laughs> She is <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's crazy. I know every parent always... says
3: it, uh, but no, she, really she is. is. A she is amazing. You
1: just want to. I want to. I always go to. Like I want to. The girl that
3: comes and helps me take care of her during the day while I'm at work. Even she has said, "This child has ruined me. I will uh. never like watch another child again because after this." Uh, she's just she, such a good-natured really baby. S-
1: she smiles, All, all she those giggles, people. and oh my gosh! Now how old is she now?
3: She's not quite I'm eight talking. months. Yeah, she's see, just that's... shy of it, but she just had her teeth finally came in, uh. and so she looks. She's getting to that little like baby <laughs> cow. Baby I love goat it. look thing, you know, her too little. So she's yeah. She's <laughs> now amazing. how is she with the animals? It's fantastic, and they're yeah. good to her. Oh, absolutely, good. yeah. And I'm so happy to watch a baby grow up in a household of you know dogs and cats, yeah. and she thinks they're fabulous. And hmm. of all the dogs, um, he's kind of my baby. Uh, I have a little dog named Puck, and she and Puck are like they have this love thing happening. And, and what kind really is cute. he? He's a little. Um, miniature pincer chihuahua kind of mixed little guy. Um, but he just thinks she's the bee's knees. And I think it's because he recognized quickly, okay, this is a little human that's really okay. important to my mom. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to like her. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, but he's also figured out she's a food dispenser now as well. So <laughs> that's
1: right. He is all about that. Because they give, that's the thing about kids. Mm-hmm. They just. Or how about the faces mm-hmm. when they're eating something and a dog or a cat takes it from them and they just go, where did it go? And like you know, mm-hmm. they, they She's just either dropping th- something or she's actually like, giving stuck it to, to my palm and
3: then yeah. he comes over and she holds her palm out and he cleans her palm see, and he I thinks, think it's, great so and thinks cool. it's great and she thinks
1: it's great yeah that is sweet so It's fun It's yeah. fun to So, watch. what's happening up at the center well i see? just i
3: actually thought today i just wanted to briefly mention we to start off i'll say if anybody wants more information we actually just i recently did a post about this a couple weeks ago on our facebook page so if you go to the facebook page you can kind of scroll back in time you'll see some posts about this but you know there's not much seasonality when it comes to say the surgical department with animals um However, there is something that people refer to as a summertime surgical disease, and that's something that's called laryngeal paralysis. And we have seen so many more cases this summer than we have seen in the recent past few years. And I think it's because this has been a really wet, humid kind of summer. Mm-hmm. People aren't appreciating how wet it's been. I mean, last year it was 90, super dry. Everybody's right. complaining about the heat, but this year it's just been, you know, more like August in June. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, laryngeal paralysis is generally an unknown. We don't know why it's caused. Um, Humans and horses get this. We tend to get it, and horses get it on one side. Dogs get it on both sides. And it is a mechanism in the back of the throat, in the larynx, that becomes paralyzed. And when that occurs, you no longer have the ability to breathe normally. So it's kind of like the, the description I use is, think of a Broadway stage, big, huge red curtains they're closed now you have to get air past those curtains these things are pretty robust so your your larynx is not opening properly now take a dog that was normal a couple weeks ago put them out side in a hot humid day and all of a sudden you start to realize that there's an issue the harder if anybody's out there who's asthmatic or has had some kind of a respiratory issue now you start to have problem breathing you start to panic you breathe harder you start to panic it turns into a vicious cycle um, so we've seen we had a lab and it typically happens in Labradors more represented than other breeds oh, of dogs wow. um, we had a case a couple weeks back that actually came in we had, was in respiratory arrest, went into cardiac arrest. Ah. We did CPR, got him back and had to take him in for emergency surgery. Um, We've had, this is now I think the fourth case. I just sent home a dog yesterday um, that had laryngeal paralysis and they said, you know, it started last winter. But what happens is if you see it in winter, Come summer, it's going to be really bad. So it's not actually a summertime disease. We just see it
1: manifest in the summer. But um, what does it have to do with the wetness? Because you? it's humid. So oh, so they're they're <coughs> trying to get a cooler with the it, way you they got it. or whatever. Yep.
3: It. And so the rules for laryngeal paralysis patients are cool, calm, and collected. Even after surgery, we always tell parents cool, calm, and collected. Air conditioning, nice, easy, yeah, gentle walks. Don't get you know don't get them exerted if it's you know 10 below zero and they're out romping around they might be okay cuz they're just staying cool calm and collected but this, this is something where you have to just imagine it's a respiratory issue. So the harder they try to breathe hot and humid, it, it doesn't go well.
1: Well, it's funny you're bringing this up because a friend of mine, although she is a bulldog mm-hmm. and the same kind of thing just happened to her. And I don't know if it's that, it's, but that on that level. It's similar because in
3: bulldogs or what we call brachiocephalic breeds, you know, short pugs, right. Boston's, they tend to have laryngeal issues also but it's not laryngeal paralysis. Their issue is that they sometimes have an elongated soft palate and so that's the flappy bit that separates between the throat and the nasal passages and that can actually get trapped on another mechanism called the epiglottis in the back of the throat and so all of a sudden you've got something, it's like a skin flap that closes off the airway. Now get them out into a hot, humid day and they can't breathe. breathe. So something different but similar in that sense. They're both surgical processes, so laryngeal paralysis, we actually uh, approach the larynx the outside of the neck. And we basically, if you go back to that Broadway stage and those curtains, I'm going into the wing of the stage and I'm pulling the cord and I'm opening one half of the curtain and I'm permanently opening it so that they can breathe. And it's, it's a surgical fixation. Um, The downside is this is like the cruelest joke from mother nature. She makes labs suffer from this more often than any other breed. And the first thing I have to tell parents is after surgery, they can't swim anymore because we worry about water going into their trachea. Uh (laughs) Sometimes we get lucky. This week, the parents said, oh, my Labrador, she hates the water. She runs from the water. But the vast majority of lab owners sort of say, oh, my gosh, that's like her favorite thing to do. So, you know, it's just something to alert people. Hot, humid days, watching for breathing issues. Don't just assume it's like, you know, it's easy to manifest or think that a human disease is in your dog. It's not allergies. It's not asthma. Have somebody see them. And obviously, if you see blue gums or not being able to breathe, get them to us right away
1: because la- uh, dog's pant to stay cool right to so if they st- is like not panting an issue does that kind of is oh, no, that your starts, first symptom sure
3: one of the things is panting you might see that their elbows come out from their chest they tend to kind of tuck their heads down or stretch their bodies out cuz they're, trying to, they're trying to breathe better uh-huh. um, if they get muddy coloration they're no longer like bright pink they might get a little gray or blue um, they can sometimes be coughing or trying to clear their throats but any anything that just makes you feel like, That's you know, it's right. just not quite Aww. right. I always tell people, and I know we do it for ourselves, but especially for babies and dogs and stuff, don't, don't ask, don't
1: sit there go. and try to go, well, yeah, exactly. Just mm-hmm. go. Because um, our, our labs pretty much, I mean, my sister's got five of them. So, and, and I don't, we've never even talked about this. So I hope she listened and, and yeah. hear that, but um, are they the most common breed? Labrador's? Not necessarily. No. It depends on the region. It depends where you
3: live. Okay. Um, I'll tell you, I've never lived in a region or area that I've seen so many boxers in my entire life here. Oh, there are boxers okay. everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Labradors, golden retrievers, those are some of the more popular breeds, popular. but you know, okay. everything goes through Vogue. I remember in yeah. the eighties, it was Sharpays and, uh-huh. and Dobermans. Oh, yeah. Now you never see Dobermans, but everybody's got a Rottweiler, um, Bernice mountain dogs. There's lots of breeds that kind of go in and out of popularity. My so. nephew
1: just got a couple weeks back a Newfoundland. Is mm-hmm. so that how you properly say it's, it? Right. Yep. Oh, <gasps> he's like really a teddy bear. Yeah. He's this big brown. His hair sticks straight out. He's adorable. <laughs> I mean, he's still a pu- obviously he's a puppy, but he's gonna be like 200 pounds probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like a person. I said, oh my god. He's gonna see. But how cute is he? They're adorable.
3: He's gonna see a lot of an orthopedic surgeon. Though. Oh god, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. Well, that's they're unfortunate, and the bigger that's
1: is that they're one of the issues. They just have
3: the, lots of orthopedic issues: yeah. hip dysplasia, and osteoarthritis, and cruciate tears and all kinds of stuff they're
1: so cute it's okay oh, look really
3: you got a surgeon in your back pocket there, what you, do you,
1: go. Know? <laughs> there you go oh my yeah. god so um we have another minute before you can tell people how to get in touch anything else you want to talk no about? i think it's just one of those pay attention
3: yeah just it's something you don't really think about Um, you know, surgeries or emergencies that are seasonal. And in some ways it's not seasonal, but it manifests more frequently in the season.
1: So So. so it's good then that people think that the humid weather may not be as bad, but it can be. Really, it's, it's it, no matter what it is in this heat, you just got to be
3: careful. With exactly. Them, no matter what. Yep, exactly. And like you brought up, it's not the same disease I'm talking about, but in a bulldog, you you get them out know. on a hot, humid day and they're trying to exert themselves. The next thing you know, that's very common. Yeah. Heat stroke, collapse, they can't breathe. So, <sighs> Poor little puppies. Yeah. Any questions, just, you know, I would say get a hold of your vet, come in and see us. And how can people get in touch with you? Um, so the phone number at the hospital is five seven zero five eight seven seven seven. Hopefully that's easy enough. Easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can always go to our website, which is VRECPA.com. Right, we have a Facebook page. Like I say, there's a pretty good post on there about it. Um, that's VRECPA. Uh, so anyway, you need to reach out, just let us know. Or stop on in. Yeah, absolutely. There you
1: go. Okay, thank you, Dr. DeNova. And all those cute pets and tests, we give our big smash <laughs> to. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn.
2: Okay, we're back. <clears throat> My name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. And I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on amazon.com. And I'm Laurie Cadney the owner
1: of Laurie Caden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we
2: have some other things to talk about here. Let's see what's going on. You know I'm thinking about this aARP magazine, uh, which I absolutely love. I do too. I like when well, I, I love get it. it, and they talk about some of the things that you you need to be looking at um, you know they, one of them is uh, that I thought was really pretty interesting it's not a lot of money, but it, when you need cash quick, what are some things you can do if you need cash so other than robbing a bank, which oh, is I not could really think an of option another couple but what
1: what did you say? I said I could think of another couple. <laughs> wink, wink. Go ahead. They can't Johnny's see. Johnny's
2: laughing. Look at Johnny. They can't laughing. see the wink, wink. I okay. Know that's hey. why I said wink, wink. All right. <laughs> All right. Number one is sell the shirt off your back. Mm. Rather than donate or toss your clothes, sell them through TradeZ. That's T-R-A-D-E-S-Y for women's designer goods. Or the real, real, R-E-A-L, R-E-A-L, men and women's luxury clothes and jewelry. They do the selling, you collect the not insignificant check. Oh. That's not a bad thing number two redeem u.s savings bonds i don't even know where some of mine are because they've been floating around from house so to house since i've been a kid uh-huh all right so they say more than 23 billion dollars worth of Unredeemed, bonds right? have been have matured but have not yep. been cashed yep so a 100 series 100 dollars series e bond uh-huh Purchased 55 years ago, mm-hmm. that's about right, right, for a child is now worth $827. Mm-hmm. So let's find that, folks. I mean, yep. that's not bad. Um, that's a nice vacation.
1: Yeah. I okay. remember when I, my kids, when they got bonds, which was the big thing back oh, when yeah. they were born and I, when they were um, 21, like when they were in college, I think when they hit 21, I took them and we redeemed them and I gave, you know, they just got the money, which was great. Cause it was, a li- we weren't even thinking about it. And I'm like, they're That's all nice in my surprise. safe deposit box. Let's cash them all in and yeah. give them to you. And we did. And it was great. They were thrilled. Yeah.
2: That's good. Here's another one I didn't know about. It's called rent out your car. If your vehicle is just sitting in the driveway, why not make money by renting it out via websites such as Turo, T-U-R-O, and Get Around. That's one word. The sites which take a share of the rental income vet customers and insure vehicles, too. Uh, here's another one. Refer a friend. If you're still working, recommending a job candidate to your employer could earn you a cash bonus uh-huh. if the person is hired. Yep. About two-thirds of employers offer incentives to employees for referring a new hire, and the fee can reach as much as ten grand. Yep. Another one. Tend to pet. Love being around dogs. Become a dog sitter or walker through Fetch, Pet Care, or Rover, which can connect you with owners. Another one is to join a focus group. Participating in a focus group earns you $50 to $250 for up to two hours of your time during which you give your frank opinion on what could be anything from cereal packaging to a bank's mobile app. To be considered for a focus group, sign up online with a company such as Fieldwork or Schlesinger Associates. That's S-C-H-L-E-S-I-N-G-E-R. This one I think I'd pass on. What? Clean house. What? Well, not really, literally. But selling your old stuff gets keeps getting oh, easier. Yeah. Crazy. On eBay, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, everything. I know. I uh, friends. I have so many
1: friends who tell me they put all this stuff and people come and pick it up. Yeah. And they make a
2: ton of money on. it. I'm thinking, wh- how? Because people want them. I don't. Like, go, I, don't I get think it. it's it's like for me it would be to finish a set you know a lot of times you get you inherit certain like a dining room set or oh, a living room set so, or, and or, you're one piece out and you see it or something yeah yeah exactly right. china mm-hmm. anything like that and um then this one i don't know that necessarily is a smart idea but they say tap your insurance so permanent life insurance has an investment component and that's so wrong to use that word it is not an investment component it is a buildup of cash. although they will tell you it is any yeah, insurance well, person it's not if you it's actually a return of your premium dollars that's really what it is if you have such a policy, you can withdraw or borrow some of that cash. No credit check needed, but beware—either option could lower your death benefit, and also you will have interest to pay on what you borrow. So there's a couple. That's eight new ways to get some cash when you're looking for something uh-huh. and i think for a lot of people if you look at it like there's a particular goal you have in mind like you'd like to get money put together for a down payment on a house or you want to go on a vacation or you want to buy some gifts for somebody this is the kind of stuff that you want to say okay i'll do it until i get it and then you don't have to do it anymore right so it's love not it. a bad thing love it would you do something like that what any of that
1: mm. No. Yeah, some stuff. I do a couple things. I'm not mentioning. But you just, yeah. Things that were in the article. Yeah, that's what I mean, Lynn. I don't mean anything else. Really, I was just. Really, I
2: don't. Well, you know, there's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's another article that I'm going to bring in. It's time you looked at me. I'm like, will you please walk over here? There is another article I am bringing in next week, but I have to edit it because I cannot say some of these Do things. Do you want me to say it? I'll no, say it. we can't say some of these things on the radio. Oh, all right. But the well, title, God, well, what is it? The title of it is when lusty baby boomer, Win women, um, uh, not, not when, uh, I'm sorry, I messed that part up. Um, lusty baby boomer women with men who can't keep up with them. <laughs> oh. Wow. Now the article's great. It's really great. But it it's a funny thing is that we had a conversation about that at Tomato Tuesday the other night. Yes. And it was pretty funny, but I don't wanna I don't want to mention any names. No. But I thought it was great because yeah. it's one of those things that everybody thinks. You know, by the time you get to be, whatever, 55 or 60, um, you're done. You don't care. And I think that's this generation of baby boomer women are kind of putting that one um to can't shame. say to bed, <laughs> <Because> <laughs> yeah, I don't say that. That's why I said to shame. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. thank you for bringing up that uh-huh. term. Yeah. So, but it's a very interesting now, article. Where was and this from? It was Which? from a site that's something about 60s in the 60s, or whatever. It's something like that. But it's actually, it's a site that is from either. I can't tell where exactly. I I didn't see enough information on it. It's either from Australia united kingdom or new zealand because it's written with the english spelling of words you know you can tell Mm -hmm. and some of the languaging is stuff that we wouldn't use but i just thought it was interesting to see that because it's one of those topics that nobody ever talks about oh so we're going to here we we are but it's such (laughs) an important part. part It's such an important part. It of, is it's of, part of uh, life. the baby boomer yeah, absolutely world. It really is. We're just we are throwing away so many things and replacing it with whatever. You know, it's just like it's a free for all. That's here. a great um, ending to that conversation. We're it, it throwing is. away things there and you go. putting other stuff back. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just you know what's that? They fake it till you make it. You just keep moving along. Keep keep doing it. Yeah. Um, did you know that, uh, Nicole Kidman is 50? No. Yeah. Is it in the book? Yeah. Yep. 10 years married to what they call smoking hot country star yeah, Keith Urban. No, Erman.
1: no, 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 no.
2: And an Oscar, who wrote this stuff? And an Oscar winner, uh, with a body of work to die for. Yeah. The Australian actress who also starred in the 1995 action film Batman Forever has always had her pick of diverse roles. She played the wife of a crazy, rich, abusive businessman in the recent HBO limited series Big Little Lies. Have you ever heard about I that I didn't. One? I know what it is, though. I have never heard of that. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that's on the, the series that I never hear about. She stars as a Civil War-era headmistress in the gothic drama The Beguiled... And long known for her cool composure, she's been less guarded in public lately. Why not? She said, at my age, I'm coming into that place where I think, uh, who cares? I can be whoever I want to be. I think we just talked about that. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, you can just just make it up as you go along
1: you, you know I, I want to um say something because we talked about this a little bit just what? make a point of this is that um we, when i was talking about celiac and yeah. that that people need to understand that and i think a lot of it and i would love barb to talk a little bit of this topic because barb Plucknett, one of our and our uh, gynecologist d- d- practices gluten-free lifestyle herself right. not because she has celiac disease but right. because she believes that the stuff you get in gluten the gluten causes a lot of inflammation in your body and she chooses not to eat it because of that not right. because she has celiac so i just need to i was just with someone who uh, we were talking about this and People need to understand that celiac disease is not just a fad. It's not just we're choosing not to eat gluten because we don't feel like having it. When you have celiac disease and you are diagnosed with it, it is an actual autoimmune disease, which means your body attacks itself.
2: So like please, I'm asking allergies. people
1: out there, just like anything else, please don't dismiss that as something that, oh, so big deal if you eat something you shouldn't eat it. Big What's, no, it is, you, you do not go and deliberately ingest anything with gluten and say okay suffer from it. Okay, yes, do people do it? I'm sure they do. But it is not it is not something to be taken lightly and making fun of people's dietary issues because of it is really not appropriate. So people need to stop when they talk about it and realize that that it is it is something that people And I know myself because I've been doing it for a year. It is very difficult at times. You sometimes don't know what you're getting, the cross-contamination. And the pain and what happens with it is terrific. You don't want to do it. So I just want you to know that a celiac disease is a serious autoimmune disorder that can occur in genetically predisposed people where the ingestion of gluten lead to a damage in the small intestine. It is estimated to affect 1 in 100 people worldwide. Two and a half million Americans are undiagnosed and are at risk of long-term health complications. So it's in rye. It's the the protein that your body cannot digest and tolerate. I just, it just, I was, it just was this morning, it ticked me off because people poo-poo it, no pun intended, as this like, oh, oh, eat it and do, stop it. If you're diagnosed with it, it's an illness, it's an autoimmune disease, pay attention to it and don't just look at people, oh, you can just, oh, you mean you can, shut up about it. It drives me crazy. It is, just let people alone, if they have it, let it go. Don't say, oh, you can't eat that because, oh, it, shut up. It's like Sean tells me all the time mom don't tell people you can't eat it just say i don't want any i said no because a lot of times uh, i do yeah <laughs> i do want true. it i can't eat it well how did you it's, do with the cake the the birthday cake she, we i didn't eat it she made us some gluten-free oh, okay. um, cookies which we had she didn't but okay vine restaurant who does right. wonderful work right. made us gluten-free cookies which are fabulous and everyone ate them and no mm-hmm. one would know and brownies that were there but kathy made us gluten-free cupcakes
2: oh
1: which okay. were delicious so oh, those are but you have to pay the attention to all those things. It's not just, it's just, it's just like anything else. If you don't know what you think it's, and I don't mean this, I don't mean to be on a rant, which I was, so I do mean to be on it, but I don't mean to be insulting to people. It's just that, it's just like anything else. You know what you can do or you can't. Don't minimize it in people because it's, it's not something you want to end up having to deal with. That's not So anyway, that's the end of my Rant rant over. That's it. Anyway, okay, so... Be nice to celiac people. That's people (laughs) with celiac disease. That's all I ask. Okay. So we'll see you next week. We thank you for listening and uh, have a good weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.